golf better at Edwin Watts Golf. Episode 175. Hello everyone, Tom Brissell here and thanks again for joining us. We say it every time, first time listener, long time subscriber, doesn't matter. We're just glad you joined us and you hear that music in the background. That's not our normal bumper music, college football music, which means it's time for our college football update, mid-season update. And along with me, as he is every time, college football expert, Kerry Cabase. Kerry, it's hard to believe we're speeding through this season, isn't it? Over halfway through, Tom. It, it goes so darn fast, and we had so many prognostications and predictions. But as we speak, the college football championship committee is putting together their all their thoughts and prayers. Minus one man, minus Archie Manning, the leader of the whole thing. And come Tuesday night... It'll all probably already be revealed by the time this airs, but I think everybody's waiting patiently for who their top four is right now. Who cares? It's going to change every week. Oh, it's going to change. I mean, uh, our I love our – we get to do this at the beginning of the season. We know we're going to be wrong, and then we come in at midseason. We try to you know figure it out, and then we're still wrong and in the season. But there's so many big games to be played left, Tom. So, you know, what they're doing here uh, tomorrow night is giving you a preview, but there's so many games, and we'll talk about a few of them here. They're going to determine the final four, and we, we got a long way to go. Probably the oldest active coach with a field named after him, Bill Snyder. He hit the nail on the head the other day, didn't he? He did. He, he just said, you know, everybody's making a big uh, fuss about it. All they talk about is the final four, but there's a lot of football left, and, you know, his Kansas State team is right in the mix of this, and, you know, they're not being mentioned, but uh, hey, they run the table. Uh, they don't have to play in a uh, conference championship game, he goes 11 and 1. He'll be in the conversation then. Well, let's take a look at the AP Top 25. This is the Associated Press Top 25, not the college football playoff Top 25. I think they'll be pretty close, though. Number one is Mississippi State, Florida State, number two, Alabama's at three, Auburn's at four, Oregon at five. Yeah, the thing that's funny about that, and you look at that, so Mississippi State, Alabama, and Auburn all have big games to play. Mississippi State still has to play Alabama at Alabama. They end the season at Ole Miss and Oxford. So those are two tough road games. And winning on the road in the SEC, and you can ask Ole Miss about that last week, is a tough deal to do. Auburn has got a brutal schedule. They have to play Ole Miss this weekend in Oxford. Still have to travel to Athens to play Georgia. And they end the season playing Alabama at uh, Tuscaloosa. So, I mean, there's going to be a lot of a lot of things that happen between now and then that's going to you know really change this uh, top four we have right now. Yeah, with Auburn's last two games, there's probably not any revenge motives on either one of those. Is it oh, Georgia I, or Alabama? I think so. Uh, no question. The immaculate deflection and, 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 uh, and pick six. Kick, kick six. six. Kick, kick six. I mean, they had some unbelievable games, but uh, you know, the, the good the good news for these teams is they keep winning. They're going to be in the Final Four, but again, not, not everybody can win. And As I said, Mississippi State still has to play Ole Miss and Alabama on the road, and Alabama's got to go down and play LSU and Baton Rouge. But Ole Miss found out that's not an easy thing, so there's a lot of really tough big uh, games to come in the SEC. I think anyone 1 through 15 has still got a legitimate shot at it. Let's look at 6 through 10. Number 6, Notre Dame, their only loss at Florida State. Ole Miss, number seven. Michigan State, their only loss being that road loss up in Oregon where they took the uh, long trip out west. Georgia at uh, nine and TCU at ten. Right. Uh, Notre Dame, uh, who played a great game against FSU, should have won that game, actually has got a a fairly easy, I won't say easy path. They played all their, like their first six games of the season were on the road. They do have, I mean, we're at home. They, they do have some road games coming up. They have to play at USC at USC. They have to play Arizona State at Arizona State. So I can say if they win those two games, uh, they'll run the table the rest of the way. They will be one of the final fours. But, again, big ifs, uh, those road games are hard. 
11 through 15, Kansas State being 11, Baylor 12, Ohio State 13, and how about this, 14 and 15, Arizona and Arizona State. Again, uh, you know, those are two teams that have been hanging in there, but they have to play each other. Again, a lot of those teams we just talked about have head-to-head games come up against each other, which is going to really make this a lot different here in a few weeks. 16 through 20s when we start getting into the two loss teams. LSU with two losses jumps all the way up to 16. That was a convincing win for the for the voters the other night in uh, Death Valley. Nebraska 7 and 1 is number 17. Utah number 18, Oklahoma two loss team at 19 and West Virginia at 20. All really good teams. Uh Utah has won a couple of great games at home against UCLA and uh, Southern Cal, but their problem is they now have to play in succession. Uh, They have to play both Arizona teams. They have to play Stanford, and they have to play Oregon. So they do have Oregon at home, but uh, they've been kind of one of the surprise teams uh, out in the Pac-12. But a brutal schedule down the the, uh, stretch. It's going to be kind of hard for them to, uh, to escape that without losing the game. Early in the season, who would have thought a big game this weekend is Tech, TCU, and West Virginia. Clint Trickett playing some ball, and Kevin White is just a man at wide receiver. Unbelievable. And TCU uh, could kick themselves. They uh, blew a big fourth-quarter lead against Baylor. They very likely uh, should be undefeated right now. And if they were, they may be down there with that four and five spot uh, you'd, you'd be talking about. Maybe, you know, actually probably would be in the top four. 21 through 25 can probably beat anybody as well. East Carolina out of the American Conference at number 21. Clemson out of the ACC 22. Conference USA Marshall, the America's team, them calling them themselves. They're making a push for themselves. They're at 23, Duke at 24, and UCLA at 25. I think UCLA is one of the big disappointments. Uh, Everybody thought they were a Final Four team this year. They have uh, they've already lost two games. They could have lost two couple more. I mean, they just won in double overtime against Colorado this weekend on the road. So they've been kind of a disappointment. But they're, those are all good football teams. You, you, on any given day, those top twenty-five teams right there can play with anybody. We're going to take a short break for these words from Callaway Golf, makers of the Speed Regime Golf Ball. When we come back, more on what's left to play out this season in college football. You're listening to the College Football Update on Golf Better, back after these words. This Week in College Football brought to you by Callaway Golf, the maker of the Callaway Speed Regime Golf Ball. Kerry, what makes this golf ball so good? Tom, it's a very, very good golf ball. It's a premium golf ball. What I like about Speed Regime, though, it's designed for your swing speed. A lot of golf balls on the market, they're just one version of it. But as we all know, we all have you know different swing speeds. So Speed Regime is a quality, tour-proven golf ball that a senior player could use. And in the Speed Regime, uh, they have numbers. They number it by your swing speed. So the number one version of the Speed Regime would be for someone with a slower swing speed, maybe a senior player or someone with a little bit slower speed. The Speed Regime 2 would be more guys like me and you that have more average swing speed, you know, still can, uh, you know, swing out pretty good and get some good distance with it. And then for the advanced player, someone with a lot of club head speed, they make a, a three version. So what's good about it is you have a golf ball here that anybody can play with, and it's a golf ball that's played on tour. The Callaway Speed Regime Golf Ball, available at all worldwide golf shops, including Roger Dunn Golf Shops, Golf Mart, Vans Golf Shops, Uinta Golf, Edwin Watts Golf, and Golfer's Warehouse. Welcome back to the Golf Better Podcast, college football midseason update. Tom Purcell 
and Kerry Cabase. One of the things, everybody's focused on these final four, Kerry, but let's take a look in, at your predictions with the big five conferences, maybe even the big six, and let's throw the American in there, and who would win those conference championship games, who you're predicting? Uh, let's take ACC first. I think the, you got to go with FSU. Uh, I think they're the best team. Miami's starting to play a little bit better. They still have to play Miami. Uh, it's up for grabs who they would play in the ACC championship game. It could be a Miami. It could be a Duke. Uh, someone like that. But you have to pick FSU as a kind of prohibited favorite to come out of the ACC. The, the hardest one is obviously the SEC. On the East, it's not that hard. I think Georgia's the best team. I think they'll win the uh, SEC East. Uh, the West, they, you could almost play rock, rock, paper, scissors. You could. I mean, I think if you look at the schedule, Alabama's got Auburn and Mississippi State at home. Uh, there are two big games there. I think that may be the difference there. So I had to pick someone right now. I'd probably pick Alabama to win the, the West because of the schedule. People get in love with the moment. Three weeks ago, Alabama, or four weeks ago, loses to Ole Miss, and then they beat Arkansas by one point, and Nick Saban has lost it. He can't coach anymore. Then they drum Texas A&M, and all of a sudden, Alabama's back. So it's kind of a weird thing we're in right now as whatever the moment is. Yeah, Alabama has got a great team. they got a really, really good roster, obviously. They, they are the number one recruiting team year after year. I think the difference in Alabama right now, I think Coach Saban's kind of loosened up a little bit with these guys. I think he's, I think the team was playing tight. And I think a lot of that probably was, you know, the way he is. He's so wound tight. And I think you see a situation here where they're letting them play. Hey, go play. Go have fun. You know, they have the talent. And I think you've seen them now the last couple weeks uh, definitely come on. Again, the Big 12, as you mentioned, doesn't have a conference championship game, and the highest-ranked team is Kansas State. It's easy to go ahead and crown them and anoint them right now, but not so fast, my friend. Huh? Still got to play TCU, still got to play Baylor. So there's a lot of really tough games there left for, for them. Uh, if I had to pick someone right now to win that, I think TCU may be the best team in the, in the Big 12 right now. But, again, there's a long way to go there. Would it be something if the, if the best team in the Big 12 is a bunch of ties with two losses? Could be, absolutely. You got Oklahoma with two losses now, West Virginia with two, TCU with one, Baylor with one, but uh, still a lot, a lot of football to play. Kansas State's the only undefeated one right now, but uh, again, they have a tough schedule down the road. We talked big, Big 12, let's talk Big 10, looking right at old Sparty, it looks like, huh? Yeah, well, Sparty, you know, it'll be old Sparty and, uh, and Ohio State playing in the East Division. Uh, whoever uh, comes out of there right now, uh, that their game at the end of the season will determine who wins that. Nebraska's got pretty much a lock on the West right now, and, uh, you know, the, the winner of that game, uh, you know, could be a Final Four team. I mean, if you have a one-loss Big Ten team, especially if it's Michigan State, I think they have a really good chance. It could be Ohio State, and, hey, it could be Nebraska. They've only lost one game. They lost 27-22 to Michigan State. If they run the table and then say we're going to get a rematch with someone like Michigan State or Ohio State, but I'm sure they prefer Michigan State so they get a revenge, and they win that game and they'd be 12-1, and Nebraska would be right there. Yeah, the Nebraska fans right now, not too happy that their, their team is not higher in these current polls but the opportunity sitting right and right, staring them right in the face for Nebraska, win win the West, and then go take care of business in the conference championship. Absolutely, game. it's all in front of them. They they run the table. They will be in the conversation as being one of the final four teams. Pac-12 out west. Boy, it's crazy out there. Oregon's got a nice look at it, but the last three years you say the same thing, and they haven't even won the North. They haven't won the North. Uh, Stanford's kind of been winning that. They still have to play Stanford. Uh, they actually have a, a tough road game, I believe, with Utah this week. Uh, so uh, there's a lot going on there. I think Oregon's in really good shape to win the North. The, the, the wild cards, what's happening down in the, in the South, 
I mean, you got both Arizona teams right there. You got a Utah team that's beaten both UCLA and Southern Cal, so they're a factor. But they they have a tough schedule. We mentioned they they got to play really four tough games there. So it could very well be the Arizona Arizona State final game uh, to determine who wins the uh, Pac-12. Uh, uh, South, uh, I think overall the best team in the Pac-12, though, now that they're rolling, their offensive line's been, you know, kind of was banged up early in the year. Oregon right now is a team that uh, it's, looks hard to beat. The state of Arizona, you got to look at it and say, what a job Rich Rodriguez and Todd Graham have done at their respective schools. No question. I mean, both of those guys are really good coaches, and they got these guys playing at a high level right now. I got to meet Todd Graham several years ago visiting the University of Tulsa on a Werfel Trophy visit. The SID, when Coach Graham left the room to get us some shirts, he said, this guy will win a national championship someday. He goes, it won't be at Tulsa, but he's going to win one one day. He's uh, he's at a place where you can win one. How about the American Conference? American Athletic Conference in its second league right now. They boast one of the undefeated teams in the country in Marshall and East Carolina is playing some football team. Two really good teams. I mean, I, I think uh, they can play with most anyone. You can ask South Carolina. had a tough time with East Carolina. Uh, East Carolina's gone in and they routed North Carolina, so they've beaten some, some decent teams. So uh, these guys can play at a very high level. Well, the committee's going to go ahead and uh, give you their top four teams Every week, why don't we go ahead and figure out who our top four teams are right now, Carrie? Your thoughts? Well, the top four teams, as is we see right now in the poll, there. I mean, that's. Uh, I think in, in my top four, I actually would have Alabama, Mississippi State, Oregon, and FSU. I think they are the four teams right now that if I had to pick uh, would get there. And, and what I'm going is, you know, say Alabama were to beat Mississippi State, and that's State's only loss. Mississippi State ends up 11 and one. Alabama ends up 11 and one. Those two teams are going to be in the final four. So you could have two SEC teams. I like their chances of that happening. And then I think Oregon has a good chance to run the table the rest of the way in the Pac-12. And then I think FSU is a lock almost. I don't see how anyone can beat them the rest of the way. Isn't it something, it wasn't long ago, that two teams from the SEC West played for the national championship. One didn't win their side of the conference. Obviously, Alabama didn't. We go to this so that won't happen again, and it very well could. It could very well happen. I mean, SEC West is just incredible. I mean, the uh, the coaching. Uh, look at the type of coaches you have there, from Nick Saban, you know, on down. Les Miles. There's just some great coach. Gus Miles owns an unbelievable job at Auburn. They're just all really, really good coaches there, and they. Uh, it's so important to be good uh, in the, in the Southeastern Conference. And these these schools have ended up. Dan Mullen, obviously a, a pick of the year, probably right now is coach of the year. Hugh Freeze. Just really, really good coaching, and the SEC West is just just an incredible, uh, fun division to watch play. There's big games every week. And they're on TV every week. That's what's yes. amazing. And when yeah. you and I were kids, who would have even thought that we would be watching a college football game this time of year instead of the World Series? I can't even tell you what channel the World Series is on. I think it's Fox. You're right. It's uh, it's just uh, what everybody loves to watch, especially in the South. I mean, uh, college football is uh, number one, and uh, it's just fun to watch. And I was at the Auburn-South Carolina game Saturday night. You had 88,000 fans there and another nail-biter. Auburn plays nothing but nail-biters most of the time. So it's just an unbelievable atmosphere, incredible. Well, the landscape will change from week to week. It will change from hour to hour sometimes, and maybe we can come back and do this again before uh, before the end of the road, huh? We'll check it out by the end of the season. Again, we'll be changing our predictions, obviously, <laughs> but it's fun to watch, and, I mean, that's what makes college football so great. There's so many big games every week, and it's just incredible to watch it. Kerry, thanks for joining us. Thanks for sitting in. Thanks to our good friends at Callaway Golf, makers of the Speed Regime Golf Ball, for jumping on and helping us here. Thanks to you, our listeners, and we'll do it again next time. We have Golf Better at EdwinWattsGolf.com. So long, everyone.